It's time for your dose of malarkey. Well, did you guys miss us? Did you? Oh, gosh, because we know that we miss all of you. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Malarkey Adventures with Jack and Shelly. My name is Jack. And I'm Shelly. And wow, we have a lot to talk about. Um, So much to discuss, don't we? Oh, yeah. It's been a few months, so um, we're going to just go ahead and just kind of give an explanation as to where we have been and why we haven't done any episodes throughout the past few months. And some, you might laugh, some you are might be like, whoa, well, we didn't know that. We'll tell it all here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make sure to go ahead and grab your friends and your family members and let them know to come, come get, get your, your dose of malarkey. All right, we are back from a long hiatus from the podcasting world, and me and Shelly are just so happy to be back here in our house studio today, which is pretty much our house. It's Basically. <laughs> it's not a studio. It's our house. No, we, there wouldn't be enough room for a studio. No, no. I mean, all we're doing when it comes to recording our podcast episodes is we just have our laptop, a microphone, and a pop filter. That's about it. And a little coffee table. And a little coffee table. This is how we do our podcast episodes. Uh, But guys, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, um, the malarkey that we go through. And hopefully this will be a time for all of you to just... uh, escape some of the realities that you got going on, maybe just some of the things that you got going on in your life and just really enjoy this time because we got a lot to share. Um, And it's interesting because when we did our last episodes, the last episodes that we did, we talked about our trip to Europe. So we talked about London, England and Reykjavik, Iceland. Um, And then, you know, the original plan was to do a little bit more episodes after that maybe do a couple of more recordings and then set them up for the future. So that way we can be a little bit more consistent when it comes to launching the episodes, but some things kind of came up in between. Um, Things got really busy, especially during the month of October with work. And, you know, we didn't really have enough time to just, you know, record an episode, but that wasn't the only thing that caused us to not record any podcast episodes. There was a lot more to it. And this is why we're having the episode here. Yep, and let's just say it all started the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, I'll start this one off because I, I'll say this because this really kind of, <laughs> kind of really took us off. Um, and it did a number. It, it really did a number on us. And so let me just say this. So um, the week before Thanksgiving, I know that Shelly was sick. Um, and, you know, we thought, okay, because for us – We have been so cautious when it comes to COVID and making sure that we do our very best not to get COVID. And so Shelly took a test. And at the time, before Thanksgiving, she tested negative. Uh, That was like the week before Thanksgiving, of course. And I felt 
horrible. I yeah. thought it was a very bad flu because I, I had chills. My my head was killing me. You know, my nose running like Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah. It was not fun. No, it wasn't fun. And then, you know, we just kind of played it by ear. So Nichelle had a couple of days off. And again, this is us knowing at the time that she didn't have COVID. So then what occurred was, so on the week of Thanksgiving, I went to uh, my company's holiday party, uh, which was for Thanksgiving. Um, and, you know, I, and here's the thing, they have a protocol of us testing before we go to the office. And so I tested that morning and I tested negative and I felt fine, felt completely fine. Nothing was wrong. And then go to the potluck Thanksgiving party and felt good. Didn't have any issues. But then it got weird. When I was driving home, I started coughing. So I was like, okay, just some coughs. No big deal. So I played it off. And then heading into night, you know, going to sleep. And then I woke up at around 3 to 4 o'clock in the morning. I didn't feel good at all. I had a massive headache. The coughs were getting worse. And, you know, I thought, you know, hey, well, since I'm working from home, I don't have to really be anywhere, but just for safety purposes and just for my own health and well-being, I'm going to go ahead and take a COVID test. And little did you know, the day after I tested negative for COVID-19, on that day, and this is the day before Thanksgiving, when we had plans to go see my parents up in Needles, I tested positive for COVID-19. Yep. And then I told Shelly, you need to test. And sure enough, I tested, bam, positive, both it, positive. We both tested positive. And that was a moment where we knew that all plans had to be canceled. And we had to be isolated to our room. Yep. And we like to call it nowadays, and this will forever be known in our marriage and our in our family, the COVID Thanksgiving. Yep. A very COVID Thanksgiving. A very COVID Thanksgiving. <laughs> And it was not fun, especially oh. on on uh, Thanksgiving Day. It was, the, at least for me, it was the worst when I had it. Because when I tested positive on that Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, it, was, it wasn't good. I mean, yeah, I still had that cough. I still had the headache. But I, and, and, but I, I would have felt like, okay, since I'm working from home, and I told my, my supervisors about it, and, you know, the word got out. For everyone's health and safety, you know, especially for, the, for them going to the holiday party, the potluck that is, uh, you know, I, I felt okay enough to work throughout the day. And then around the time it was on like 3.30 to 4, I knew it was getting worse. But I just said, you know, all right, I'm going to push it. It's almost over. I, once I hit 5 o'clock, boom, I'm going to just just take a shower. I'm going to go to bed. And that's exactly what I did. And I knocked out around like, oh, I was yeah, going to say six o'clock, I want to say. Yeah. Cause I mean, I was exhausted too. Like it really took so much out of both of us. And we both went to sleep like around six o'clock, no later than seven. We yeah. were out of it. Yeah. No later than six o'clock. So that part was brutal. That, that was, that was bad. But then now, and when that moment happened, I just immediately thought of when Shelly was sick the week before Thanksgiving and when she still tested negative. And so Shelly, my thought is, I think you had COVID the week before Thanksgiving. I almost believe that too, or at least I was starting to exhibit the symptoms. And it's the craziest thing because nobody at, nobody at my job was sick. So I, I believe that when I was, you know, picking up groceries for Thanksgiving and, you know, I was out a lot, I think I might've got it at the store. And let me tell you that 
I, I hate being sick. I hate having the flu in particular. That was horrible. I felt so horrible. And for my nose to be constantly running, I lost my voice. Um, you know, it was just bad. Like I couldn't, yeah. I had, I, I went through a whole box of tissues in one day. Yeah, I did too. There was so much tissues I had to go through. It was unbelievable. And then the chills came in. I had a high fever. Yeah. It was, it was brutal. And, you know, especially during the Thanksgiving day, even on Black Friday, it was, it was bad. But I will say this, I was actually very thankful and blessed that if I had to get COVID, it was during the Thanksgiving weekend because yeah. I had four days off. So I had the Thursday, Friday, and then the Saturday, Sunday. And then I would have just seen how I felt Monday if I needed to take the extra day off. But I felt good enough just to work from home and just to be able to take care of where I need to. So those four days was very needed. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to see my family. But, you know, it's better for them to be safe to, you know, not for them to get COVID. Yeah. You know, because that would have been horrible, knowing that if we were to go see them, they could have ended up with COVID-19 as well. Right. And I'm actually really thankful it happened when we did, because this, um, I, I guess this is what you would have considered a, a breakthrough case, because we recently had our booster shots for the Omicron variant back in late September, just before our trip to Europe. Yeah. That was less than two months after we had it and we we um, we got it. So this was definitely a breakthrough case. So I'm, I'm thankful it didn't happen while we were traveling. I'm glad we were at home. Um, you know, I'm thankful for my job also for providing the pandemic leave. Yeah. Because, you know, knowing my, my line of work, I actually could get in a lot of trouble for not being present during the holidays. But this was an exception. I got covered, didn't get in trouble. Um, super thankful for that. Yeah. And, you know, it was really a moment for us to just kind of reflect and just to understand that with the severity of COVID-19, that number one is still out there. Number two, we did everything that we could to not get COVID-19. As you mentioned, Shelly, we got a booster shots before we went to Europe in late September. Not only that, we wore masks all the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> Um, and then on top of that as well, too, you know, we were making sure that, you know, we don't get too close to people or too surrounded unless, you know, we had to work and everything else. But it's not like we're going to crowded places all the time anyway, unless we're going to the store or just, you know, wanting to hang out. But even let's say if we go hang out, if it's like the beach or whatever, it's like, you know, hopefully we're not in the crowd to see of people. And we and we were very good with that for over two and a half, three years now at this yeah. point. It just at this point in time, however, it came through, we got it. Um, but it's still a reminder to us that we have to do whatever it is that we can to be safe. Because during this time, as many of you know, flu season, COVID season, cold season, and now RSV is at an all-time high, and a lot of people are getting sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even, um, you know, for my grandma, she even had a very bad cold. So yeah. there, there's a lot just going on, and, you know it does help to take like the extra COVID vaccines, the flu shots, whatever you could. I know people complain about masking, but it actually helps. Um, you know, it, you just got to be so careful these days. You got to. And I, I think that it's a reminder that like, if especially for those, and listen, we're not trying to insult anyone or just try to talk down on anyone though. But let's say if you are those who do refuse um, to still follow protocols of just, you know, wearing a mask or even getting a, you know, the vaccine, Here's the thing, though, that all of you have to understand. I understand the thought of, well, we're all going to get it at some point, which is true. And we we learned that the, kind of like the hard way. We're going to get it no matter what. But that doesn't it shouldn't mean that you should just go out of your way to say, well, I'm not going to do anything that I can to not protect myself and protect other people. And really, that's what it comes down to. 
I mean, if you don't want to wear a mask or if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your call. But just understand that you could potentially put other people at risk, especially if you test positive and you don't even know that you're testing positive because we have more people now that are not really testing all that much or not really getting the vaccine shots because they think because the COVID cases are lower that they don't need to do it. Although now it's a little different because the cases are getting well, up they, there. They rose since. Um, but I think that's part then. of the case, though, and the problem, especially that now is winter time. You know, people are going to be more indoors. Uh, you know, that causes a great concern that, like, you know, COVID could go unnoticed for a period of time because people are just not testing. Some people are refusing to get the booster shot. And here we are, right? Because at some point, the vaccine is going to wear off. That's why you get a booster. That way, your immune system to COVID could you know, could kick in. So yeah, it was definitely an experience. And it took a while for me to test negative. I think it was around day 10. I tested negative. But it was like for a period of time where and this is the other thing too, like some of the at home tests um, came up negative around like day seven or eight or so. And then like when I went to uh, Walgreens to be able to take some of their tests, it, it came up positive. positive. I was like, it wow. was still sensing, I think it was still kind of detecting some of the residue or some of the um you know, some of the virus still in you. Um, I know it took me a long time because I think I tested negative on December 1st, I believe. Um, and yeah. I and I really do believe that, um, you know, I had it. I probably had it since the week before Thanksgiving. So I had it a long time. And it actually, you know, I still have a lingering cough from it too. I'm not as tired. I had fatigue for, you yeah. know, a good portion of the beginning of December. And my cough is still you know, it's more manage manageable now, yeah. but, you know, I, I still get, I, I still cough quite a, a lot more often than I'm used to. And the thing is that even for us, when we recovered from COVID, like you mentioned, some of the side effects still was there. So we're talking about the cost. We're talking about the fatigue. Um, also, the truth is there is COVID fog as well, too. And with the COVID fog, you know, it's kind of hard to just retract some of the things that you remembered, especially in most recent days. Or I, I even know sometimes when I'm reading, whether it's a devotional in scripture or just a book, you know, the comprehension is it gets a little bit tougher because it's just like, okay, I'm trying to like just soak in what I just read, but it's it's blocking it out. Or and it's I, not quite sticking as and it's not sticking to. there. And so it's like I, I'm not able to retain what I just read. So you know, that's the case when it came to um, some of the fatigue. It, it is getting better, though, especially when it comes to some of the COVID fog and, you know, body aches here and there, but not like the severity of it as well, too, though. But I, I think we're just very thankful um, just and just so blessed that, you know, we were able to just recover from it because there's so many people out there um, that have a hard time with COVID. And even let's say they get it, they end up in the hospital. And that's something that none of us want to see and people are still dying of it too which is yep. sad you know we're, we're this far ahead and you know there's still going to be like people dying from it yeah so that was our story when it comes to our very not so happy COVID thanksgiving so that was a kind of a big reason why we haven't really done a lot of episodes i mean yeah we've been working a lot we've been you know having had that time to just record the episode but really COVID for us set us back greatly especially for us trying to recover and we did but we really took the time to just just take it easy and just make sure that we take care of what we need to and there was a lot of things that we were able to take care of um just within a period of time and it's kind of interesting because there's a little funny story that came up during this moment within the past few months 
it has to do with our little dog Kokoda, who's in his little uh, little cubby right now, his he's, little car seat upside down, just upside laying down. on the back, <laughs> comfortable. But I know you were upset with Coco for a period of time. Oh, oh, heck yeah, yeah. Because what I like to do every year, Coco's birthday is December fifteenth, and I like, um, I really like to have him groomed up and take a nice picture of him under the Christmas tree that we have. So, you know, it was time. He was really stinky. You know, we couldn't give him a bath while we were isolated, you know, during our isolation. Um, So, you know, I scheduled his appointment a few days before his birthday. Um, It just so happened that Jacques had a conference he had to go to this week. So I think that might have been a factor as to why Coco wasn't really acting himself that morning. You know, I got up, had him try to go to the bathroom in the backyard. He didn't really want to go. So I put him on his leash. I was like, come on, let's walk up and down the street, you know, try to get you to go. Uh, went a couple of times and then I was like, yeah, okay. You didn't go as much as you usually do. So, you know, let's go in the car. We we got a nine o'clock appointment to the groomer. So let's go. Um, we got there early, sat in the car a bit, you know, I see the, the owner, you know, kind of mopping the floor, wiping the door down, you know, really cleaning things up. Finally, you know, they open up. So I get Coco on. The first thing Coco does is go. He he goes and he pees on the door no. and on the floor. And then he was about to do a number two. And I'm like, no, dog, please don't do this. So we ran down to, to a tree. <laughs> he did his business. And then for whatever reason, I just started dry heaving, like, for no reason. Wow. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like, why is this happening? Like, right. why are we? Why? I don't know what happened that morning. And I had, I felt so embarrassed because I, this is um, a relatively new groomer that we have um, because Coco's previous groomer had closed down earlier this year. And so, you know, I really liked them and I was thinking, you know, Coco had been such a good doggy since he started. And this is probably the worst he's acted since coming to a groomer. I was so embarrassed. I I just kept apologizing to him. Um, you know, I dropped him off, got a text the hour and a half later to come pick him up. He looked great, but, you know, they did say, you know, they had to put a diaper on him because he, <laughs> he because, got a diaper. Yeah, because he wouldn't stop going. And I'm like, why, Coco? Why are you doing this? Like, why didn't you go, you know, before, you know, before we got here? So... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He was just acting a fool that morning. I, I, I brought him back home and I'm like, I'm not talking to you for the rest of the day. <laughs> I love you, but I don't want to talk to you right now. Just go to your cubby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was that was the first time I heard him misbehave like that. And when I heard that, I'm like, am I? I don't know. I kind of know. I don't know why I just thought of this. So I'm like, Coco, are you that attached to me? And I love him. I love him so much. But it's like you have two other people in this household that love you, that have taken care of you long before I came along. Right. And so this is how you behave. This is how you 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 act, especially when you're going to the groomers, which, by the way, you don't ever do this. Now you decide to do this. It's like at some point, it's like you got to understand. And Coco's looking at me right now. Listen, I'm I'm looking at him while I'm saying this. You got to understand, Coconut, that I have to get out and work. I have to go out and be places. I have to run errands. That is the truth. You can't be home 24-7. I can't be home 24-7. So that's why you have Shelly, and that's why you have other people to look over you while I'm out. So, and you're 12 years old. And the and I think that's the, the, the hilarious part about all of the all of this is that he had to wear a diaper. I just am... <laughs> Just the thought of like, 
an old man or an old person wearing a diaper is kind of almost accurate at and this I point. Mean, like, see, coconut. I mean, I understand he's a senior poodle. Um, you know, I'm watching for signs. I've taken him. I take him for his yes doctor's appointments, yes. his vet appointments. Um, he's very good for his age. You know, he has no problems like in his bladder or any of that. Um, his blood work is good. He's a good dog. He's a healthy dog. So, you know, when when this was happening, I did have that thought, but I, you know, afterwards, like when I came home, you know, he acted like nothing happened. He was good. And, you know, he he, he just likes to be a little bit mischievous at times. Yeah, definitely. He likes to claws malarkey big time. Absolutely, absolutely. And we love Coconut, but there are just some period of times where he could just get a little bit out of hand. But you know what? That's that's the joy of it, even with that. It's just knowing that, like, you know, he, and he's a loving dog. He will love any any person that comes across him. Oh, yeah. And I forgave him a little bit, too, when I took him out for a, a little walk. And, you know, he ran across another someone else who was walking their dog a little puppy named zen little white puppy and just so cute and very gentle with the puppy the puppy was a little bit scared at first but then coco just kind of eased into the puppy and then he was able to greet zen and zen was just all happy wanted to play with coconut as well too so he looks like he made a new friend so you know he was able to behave himself and he had a nice christmas for that yeah yeah no and i and i think you know, Coco, he he knows when to act when it when it comes down to it. Yeah, and speaking of Christmas, you know, we had a nice simple Christmas. Even when it came to the decorations that we have, we didn't do too much. We kind of kept uh, we kept it more um, simplistic this year, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And more minimalist, shall more we say? More minimalist, but you know, I think it was just kind of reflecting too, like you know, nothing too elaborate. You know, just keep it simple but nice, and um, you know. Just festive. We we we're, we're kind of Christmas people, you know. We love yes. the decorations and stuff like that. Yeah, and you know, was able to watch a lot of Christmas movies as well too. Just kind of take it easy this year. Got the gifts that were I I felt like very needed for uh, all of our family members and for each other as well too. Um, but you know, it's the most important thing to just be able to take the moment for Christmas as to what it's really about. Because for some of our listeners that already know, for some of you who don't know. Um, me and Shelly are Christians. Uh, we are strong in our faith when it comes to um, having a relationship with Jesus. And so if you, in our house, we tend to have a handful of nativity scenes already built up. And so we really believe um, in the gospel of Jesus and what he has done for us, especially when it came to his sacrifice on the cross, that his sacrifice on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins is the biggest, biggest gift that anyone could receive. And so for us, it was definitely that reflection that, you know, hey, you know, we could have abundance of gifts. We could have a small amount of gifts. It doesn't matter. As long as we know that we are saved by the grace in Jesus Christ, that we are saved, there's no other gift that we could ever receive that could ever surpass that. Amen. Yep. And so hopefully uh, for those who are listening, could be able to understand that that is really the true meaning of Christmas. Um, And, you know, we would love to just kind of just kind of share that with everyone as well too because there's someone out there that might wanted to hear that especially knowing that like hey if you didn't have a great christmas or didn't have a great holiday which by the way we we, we all of you hope that you had a great holiday great thanksgiving great christmas um hanukkah kwanzaa boxing day <laughs> boxing day too mm-hmm. but whatever it is that you celebrate though we just hope that you had a nice time but understanding the true meaning of christmas of what jesus was able to do for us and he could do the same thing for you as well 
Um, and you just have to be able to repent of your sins, turn away from it and turn to the Lord. And so, um, and once you have that, it's the greatest gift of all It's eternal salvation. Mm -hmm. And and that cannot be taken away from you. Um, so we're going to take a little quick break. We'll be right back. We're just going to kind of catch up on a few more things that we were able to do while we were out. So don't press that dial. We'll be right back. BRB. Shelly, we got to talk about a recent incident that happened um, about a week ago, but just, you know, even within the past few days about a coyote roaming around in Inglewood. Yes, it is the talk of the town. Wow. <laughs> so it was crazy. So I want to say sometime last week, I forgot it was either Thursday or Friday. I think I want to say Friday it was that, yeah, it was, yeah, it was last Friday. So what happened was, I was outside with Coconut. He was in the front of the apartment. I was in the backyard. And, you know, just kind of observing, just kind of looking at some of the plants, especially in the lavender, to see how it was doing. And then I look over to my left, and two apartments down, because the neighbor has a front uh, backyard as well, I saw at, what I thought at first was a dog. So I thought, that's a nice dog. I didn't know they had a new dog. And then immediately I saw the tail. The tail was fluffier and it went up. And then the creature jumped into the hillside. So there was a, a brick wall and the coyote, the coyote basically jumped yeah. over it. And that's where I knew, yep, it's a coyote. It's a coyote and I need to act on this. So I brought in Coco immediately and then I told uh, your grandmother, who lives a few apartments down from us, that there's a coyote roaming around. And then she told me, oh, that's interesting, because I think I saw a coyote a few weeks ago trying to attack the dog from across the street. Oh, my gosh. So then I immediately figured, okay, you know what, Coco, we got to keep an eye on you. It's a coyote lockdown. It's a coyote lockdown. So if you ever need to go outside for a walk or just be outside, period, I'm going to be right with you. We're going to have a weapon, a stick. And um, just be on the lookout just in case the coyote comes around. And so what I was able to do was be able to get a new security camera for the backyard, along with an LED light that flashes for any object that comes near it within around 25 feet. And so we're just trying to make sure that we are just extra cautious about the coyote that is still in the area as well, too. Yeah, and I find it interesting how... You know, normally on the other side of the street, there's actually quite a bit of cats because there's, yeah. you know, there's this old guy, this neighbor who always likes to feed the cats and they've been everywhere this past everywhere. year. Everywhere. I'm not a cat fan. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm, I'm just not. But I, I had noticed that, you know, we haven't been seeing the cats lately. Right. I welcomed it. But now I know why that's the case. And, because um, the coyote is, running, around. is roaming around. Yeah. And <laughs> I feel kind of sad, though, because, you know, these coyotes, they... They come from Palos Verdes where, you know, if you look on a map or if you're familiar with like the South Bay area of L.A. Yeah. Um, Palos Verdes is very woodsy. You know, there's a lot of places where they could kind of hide out and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, sadly, with the, you know, with construction, with people just kind of intruding on their territory, they're coming more into the the urban areas, which, you know, started off in Torrance and is now making its way over towards our area in Inglewood. So, I mean, I feel terrible that, you know, this is happening because the, the, we're, we're displacing them. It's not the other way around, you know. 
it, it and it's just sad and I feel bad because I mean I I I love my dog and I want to make sure he's safe, you right, know. We, right. we got to take those precautions, but you know, I just wish that we could, you know, as a whole we could do better a better job with, you know, respecting and preserving areas where, you know, animals like the coyotes or or, you know, rabbits or uh you know, whatever other uh, undomesticated animal, you know, could just have a place to be and, and you know, just just to be still because obviously the coyote mm-hmm. and I, I believe it's frightened, too, because yeah. you, you could hear yeah. it in the backyard. It's howling, you know, howling. it howls yeah. when, the, when ambulances go by or fire trucks, whenever there's noise. Um, it's probably hungry, you know, um, and, and it's just unfortunate all the way around. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of been on our on our, um, on our hands right now too, um, having to be, you know, take those extra precautions with coconut, even for ourselves, because yeah. some coyotes, you know, depending on how they are, you know, they might view, uh, humans as perhaps giving food out or being a food source. I don't believe like they'll eat us. No, but it's like, we're, we're ultimately seen as a food source because we yeah. carry food or drop food or whatever. So it's just an unhealthy, you know, it's an unhealthy cycle. Yeah, and you know, and I feel bad about these coyotes that are roaming around the city. And you know, even that one, especially one person that we know from our old church said the same thing about in Culver City, where there's been about three coyotes that he saw in Culver City. And you know, part of it is where I completely understand when it comes to the coyotes' perspective, when it comes to having to lose their homes, you know, especially when it comes to um creating new land or just creating new houses or apartments or new buildings i totally get that you're taking away their home at the same time you know our dog and our well-being is going to come first and so if we do see a coyote then we got to take action and we got to just um do whatever it is that we can to protect ourselves and our little dog um and and it's it's an unfortunate thing because you know we love wildlife, but at the same time, it's like you know if we're put in danger, if coconuts put in danger, then we have to defend ourselves however we can. Um, and so hopefully we could be able to be safe from the coyote. And we actually caught the coyote on footage <laughs> and walking around our hillside backyard, and that was a sight to see. And then hearing the howl as well too. It is loud yeah very very loud so yeah so that was a very interesting moment last week and even going and we you know what even before that we heard the coyote yesterday we did when we when we got back um you know we heard it in the same spot in our neighbor's yard and i'm assuming you know that's probably hiding out in the bush during the night i think probably. it comes i think it's starting and mostly dwell there at night i'm not sure if it sleeps or if it goes somewhere else during the day but you could definitely hear it um you know, doing those little yelps and howls and things like that. Yeah, and you can you could argue, oh, it's a dog sound. Like, no, you could you will know the difference between the howl of a dog and a coyote. What we heard was a coyote, and we got it on footage as well too. So, just keep that in mind for anyone in the Los Angeles, Inglewood, or even Culver City area. Be on the lookout for coyotes. Yeah, well, just watch your your smaller pets too. You know, they they do go after cats, dogs, smaller dogs. Um, they they could go after kids. You know, they'll they'll you know if they're brave enough and bold enough, they'll also pursue some kids. But yeah, um, you know, let's let's just try to respect the wildlife. Um, try to give them their room, not try to draw any attention to yourselves. And yeah, 
you know, just just give them their space. And they're just as scared as any of us. So, um, you know, we're not going to do anything that we can to harm it as long as they're not near us or Coconut or anyone else for that matter, too. Um, we need to give it space and just let it do its thing. Of course, if it does come like to our backyard or is just deciding not to leave, then animal control should come through and come get it. So, but that's only if something like that does happen. But otherwise, like you said, Shelly, let's give it some space. Um, all right. So, and what's funny is, you know, during this time as well as we were out, um, and we will talk about this in our next podcast episode. So, uh, and we are actually going to be doing more podcast episodes. So you want to stay tuned for that. Uh, we ended up watching a show that at first, you know, I wasn't really, I didn't really care for. But then when we saw the movie, we thought, let's give the show a chance. And we ended up becoming instant fan of it. It's Boss Burgers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot oh, to talk man. about when it comes to Boss Burgers. So um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this podcast episode because the next episode, we will go into details about our thoughts about Bob's Burger, how the, exactly we became a fan of it, and overall, like maybe some of our favorite episodes and some of our favorite characters. So stay tuned for that. So DJ, play us off. Give us a nice beat. Yeah. That's going to do it for this episode of the Malarkey Adventures with Jack and Shelly. We are so glad to be back, and we are just so thankful that you guys were able to listen to this episode. As we said before, our next episode is going to be on Bob's Burgers. So we're very excited to talk about that and more. So we couldn't do this podcast without you guys. Thank you so much for the love and support. Make sure to listen to us on any podcast platform that you have access to. Um, so continue to share this podcast with your friends and your family members and your coworkers or your church family and let them know to come, come get, get your, your dose, dose of malarkey. malarkey. Have a great day. Tell you and happy new happy year. Happy 2023. Woohoo!